Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Faithfully Unafraid. I am your host, Jana, and I am so thankful that you are here, sister. I pray that you will be encouraged as we talk about what's going on in the world, sometimes hard things in life, and how we can keep our heads out of the sand, be aware of what is going on, but also we don't live in fear. We keep our eyes on Christ. For this first episode, I kind of just wanted to do a little bit of a backstory and kind of explain why I wanted to start a podcast and how all of this came to be. So to do that, we have to back up a few years. Um, So for five and a half years, my husband and I went through infertility, um, and during that time, we lost seven precious babies, hands down the hardest thing we've ever been through. Um, And as you can imagine, that really changed us. It changed us individually. It changed our marriage. It changed our faith. It just stretched us and pruned us and molded molded us in so many ways. Um, But one of the things that I learned in that journey, I felt so isolated and so alone, and I did not have any kind of a public platform online or anything like that back then, Um, but I really plugged into the, there was a whole infertility community um, within Instagram, and so I really plugged into that community, and I built relationships, and I learned so much, and because I didn't really know anybody in real life who was going through this or had gone through this or who talked about it openly, you know, these are like things that we don't really talk about. Um, and it just, I needed that community so bad and I needed to be able to talk about it. If you know me, you know, I've always been a verbal processor. I've always had a lot of words. I like to joke and say, I'm a big fan of voice messages (laughs) instead of texting. Um, and I'm always like, I'm so sorry for my Ted talk, but you know, here it is. So shout out to all my friends on Voxer. Cause if you're my friend on Voxer, you can speed up my Ted talks to like, two times or three times as fast and it's not as grueling maybe to listen to but um yeah I've just always been a talker I've always been someone who just I have to verbally process things it's just how my brain works okay um and so in going through that I kind of started slowly talking about the hard parts of our journey just on my regular like Instagram and Facebook just to kind of help build awareness because it really pained me to know that there were other women going through that and that they were kind of like suffering in silence. Um, and I wanted to talk about it because I just felt like, you know, there are so many people, it's one in eight, um, couples that, you know, suffer with infertility, one in four pregnancies in, in miscarriage. And so it was just, I mean, statistically it's inevitable, you know, people that are going through this, but it's just not always something that is talked about. And when you do talk about it, you know, people are like, Oh, they just throw so many cliches at you and, you know, try to fix it with words instead of actually listening. And I don't know, it's just a whole mess. So anyways, that kind of like fueled my desire to talk about it more often, um, just to make it to where people were aware, like it is not small talk to talk about people's reproductive life. Like I'm from the South. I'm sure you can tell by the accent, (laughs) but, um, you know, down here, it's just normal small talk. If you go to the grocery store, go get your hair done or whatever, people are going to ask, well, how many kids do you have? Or do you have any kids? And I don't know. It was just, I just didn't, I wanted people to know that that was not small talk or whatever. So I just started sharing about that. So since then, and I do not say this in a bragging way, I feel like, I I mean, always in every circumstance, there is nothing good in me, but God and um, nothing good that I do or have done, but God. So, um, but Through sharing all of that, I was able to build relationships and connections with people and kind of like 
encourage people going through that. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and say, hey, you know, I've never been through this, but my friend so-and-so is going through it now. Can I connect y'all? And I'm like, absolutely, because that that loneliness and isolation and feeling like you were crazy and feeling like you're the only one who had ever felt this way and just I knew that I wasn't the only one who had felt that way. I just needed to build relationships with the other people who had been in those shoes. So I've been very, very blessed to be able to make those connections and um, just and my prayer has always been that God would be glorified in all of that, you know, that our suffering would not be for for nothing, as, you know, Elizabeth Elliot said. I love Elizabeth Elliot. Um, so fast forward, that kind of like dipped my toe into the water of like talking about these things and um, talking about hard things and um, trying to build a community of, um, I guess, not like-minded people, but people going through the same thing or whatever. So that's necessary backstory. <laughs> so fast forward to 2020 and I, like everyone else, uh, our world was rocked by 2020, you know, like, I mean, I've been a Christian for over 20 years. I've been a nurse for over 10 years and 2020 was just in every day since has just been like a big pivotal change for me. Um, from a nursing standpoint, standpoint, I felt like, you know, you hear people talking about in the church all the time, people deconstructing their, from their faith or whatever. Um, I honestly felt like I was deconstructing from healthcare, from nursing, from a career that I had loved. Um, just because there were so many, my eyes were open to so many things. Um, and I had always known, like, I mean, we went through infertility and, that right there, like, was the first layer, I guess, of pulling my eyes back to paying attention to, like, ingredients in our products and how it was mind-blowing to me how, like, in our country, um, like, for example, beauty project, beauty products in America are different than beauty products, say, in, like, European countries. Their standards are much higher. They, it is illegal. There are tons of chemicals that we have in American products, like, uh, skincare, makeup, hair care, all of that kind of stuff that is not even allowed in European products because they mess up your hormones and they're just not safe and not healthy or whatever. So going through infertility kind of like put me into that world. So I knew right off the bat, like just because the FDA said something was safe or whatever, didn't necessarily mean it. And I was the nurse who like, yes, I believe Western medicine has a place. I'm still this nurse. I believe Western medicine has its place. But I also think that like, we can take a more holistic approach to our health. And like I've, <laughs> people used to pick on me cause I was the nurse with essential oils all the time. But like, I love essential oils. It's like an 80, 20 rule. Like I love essential oils, but sometimes I love a diet Coke and I know diet Coke is terrible for me. But the principle of the fact that like our healthcare and um, things that are deemed as healthy aren't always. So is my point in saying all that. Um, and thanks for, to infertility. I knew that. Um, so when 2020 hit and I mean, literally the world caught on fire, we had gone from all of that infertility and loss to having two under two. My son was born the week COVID hit. Um, and that was a whirlwind in and of itself. Um, but I just began to like dig into all kinds of things in healthcare and just, um, what was going on in the world, you know, by the summertime, there were riots everywhere and the world literally was on fire. And then, um, 
the dumpster fire of a presidential election really just made me start paying attention to politics because for a long time I was like, you know, Christians don't need to be involved in politics was my stance. And um, I just thought that it was useless to pay attention to because, you know, this earth is not our home. Um, And I just, I don't know. I just thought that it was okay to be ignorant to what was going on in the world. And now I feel differently, you know, the world, and maybe it's because I have small kids now and I'm like thinking about the world that they will grow up in. Like, um, yes, this world is not our home, but we are to be good stewards of what we have and where we are. And I think that that means us being aware of what is going on around us. Cause how else can you raise your children or you yourself know what you believe and what you stand for in a world that is telling you everything against what the Bible says, if you, if you don't pay attention to those things. So to fast forward to 2021 and all of a sudden everybody and their mama is fighting over vaccines and masks and mandates and all these things. And a really pivotal moment for me was um, I had someone tell me that Jesus Christ would have taken the vaccine. And so that was the loving thing to do. So all Christians, that was like the Christian thing to do. And I'll never forget that day, y'all, because that is when it really dawned on me that I was like, wow, professing Christians are like taking cues from the world and from culture and what they're telling us. And they're really believing that. Like, it's almost like at our church, we've been studying um, on Wednesday nights, we've been going through the book of Galatians. It's been phenomenal. Um, But it's been talking about how Paul was... um, speaking out against false teachers and saying, you know, like, yo, you're teaching a wrong um, gospel, a false gospel, because you're teaching, you know, faith in Jesus plus the law, meaning like the Old Testament law, like circumcision and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, you know, Christ has come and died for our sins and been resurrected. And then um, the gospel is faith alone in Christ alone, by grace alone. Um, but that is what it reminded me of. And that was on both ends of the spectrum. Like there were people saying, you know, Jesus would take a vaccine and Jesus would go to a pride parade and Jesus would do all these things. So that's what Christians should do. And then there were other people saying, um, you know, Jesus would never take a vaccine and Jesus would never wear a mask and Jesus, um, would burn down the pride parade and all of these things. And I was just like, wow, like, um, this is, this is intense and this is serious, you know, like instead of going to the Bible and reading what God's word actually says and learning the character of God and who he is and what he says about how we are to live, people are for real out here just, you know, making t-shirts out of these things and believing it and ostracizing people who don't agree with them. Um, and yeah, I mean, that just, so that, was kind of a blessing in disguise because I mean, the Lord had already been working on all this in my heart. You know, that's how, that's how he is y'all. You know, he calls us to himself and, um, changes our heart before we even realize what's going on or whatever. So, um, that kind of like put this burning desire in me to really dive deep into scripture, into what, what I know, like not just say I'm a Christian. Um, cause for a long time I've said, I, you know, I'm like, I've been a Christian for a long time. Had I always been in my Bible? No. Had I always prayed? No. Had I always had a love for the church and for the people of God and for, and I don't just mean like love, like, Hey, I love you. I mean like doing life with them and, um, walking in obedience. Like 
I'm getting fired up. Sorry, but there's so many things. Um, but you know, for a long time, I, I've, I, yeah, I've been a Christian for a long time, but I have not always borne the fruit, um, of a close walk to God and everything that was going on in the world, whether it be in healthcare or in culture or in the news or whatever, all of it was trickling down into the church. And I mean, you, every day you see it, there's people, um, on Facebook saying, you know, well, I'm a pro-choice Christian because I'm a Christian and that means don't judge. And if you need to kill your baby, that's on you. Like, no, like, <laughs> like we should be a voice for the voiceless y'all. Like the world's definition of love means like you just affirm and accept everything. And the Bible's definition of love is very, very different. Like God loved us so much that he poured out his wrath on his son on the cross. Like love because God is love, that also means that God is judgment, you know, like he is just and holy and can judge and all of that. So anyways, I just, I literally felt, I've already said this, but I just felt like I was drinking water from a fire hydrant, like all of this, all of these deep dives I was doing and just this fire to know, and maybe it was because of the little, because of my toddlers or whatever, but I was like, man, I really need to get myself together or, you know, God help me get me together. Um, but I need to know what I believe because I'm raising these babies in a world that I cannot even imagine how drastically different it's going to look in 10, 15, 20 years from now compared to what it is right now. Um, I mean, I grew up, you know, (laughs) I got a MySpace in college, y'all. That's how old I am. (laughs) And like, you know, we grew up without cell phones and social media and all these kind of things. So like, and there has always been evil in the world. Don't get don't get it twisted. Like I understand there has always been evil in the world. But the world that our children are going to live in is just different. Um having a biblical worldview and being able to stand up and say that and to say what the what the Bible says and to firmly believe that and to not be ostracized for it, like that's pretty rare these days. You know, you're called a bigot and you're hateful and whatever. Um so I just I just felt like the world is a dumpster fire and I want to know what God says because when culture throws these lies at me about how I should think and live and react and respond as a Christian, like I want to know what God says about that, not what the world says because the world has it wrong, y'all. The world has it so wrong and they will tell you what you want to hear. They'll tickle your ears. That's what the, that's what the devil does. You know, his biggest, um, the only thing he's good at is deception and he's done a fabulous job of it. Like people are just out there believing half truths and almost truths. And I mean, just like with anything, if it's almost true, then it's not true. You know, it's not the gospel. So, um, that's pretty much the melting pot of how all this started. And I, uh, like a year or so ago, um, people on Instagram. So I would like get on Instagram cause at, at this point, I don't even know if I said this or not, but back in 2021, I started a public Instagram account and I was like, I'm going to talk about all these things, you know, cause we need to talk about it. And again, I was in that, situation in life where I was like I want to find you know like-minded people and we can have these hard discussions and encourage one another and um you know build each other up in Christ and just encourage one another to be bold in his truth and his grace and his love and all of that um and kind of like shut out the world so to speak when they're not shut them out like the whole point of this is to know what is going on in the world but to be able to discern and to be able to see the lies for what they are um so on the public Instagram, I would just get on there and just talk about these things or whatever. And a few people were like, you should start a podcast. Like, you know, 
that would be really cool for us to be able to talk about these things. And um, secretly, it was a big dream of mine. I was, I've always just kind of loved the idea of doing a podcast and um, being able to build community that way. And I've just always felt ill-equipped and not qualified. Like, I'm not smart enough. I talk too much. I'm not good enough. I don't know the Bible enough. Like, all of these thoughts of um, doubt and fear and all of that just crept in. So I just ignored this whole dream for a while. And then like a year or so later, my husband just randomly said one day, um, I think you should start a podcast. Like I, I could see you doing that and, you know, doing a good job at it. Like look at the relationships you've been able to build through the whole infertility thing. And um, I just think you'd be really good at that. Well, that should have been my like enough confirmation for me, right? Like <laughs> that should have been the green light, but still I was just too scared. And, um, at the end of the day, like we can call it fear, we can call it self doubt, but at the end of the day, it was disobedience because God clearly was like putting it before me again and again and again. And I just kept shoving it down and ignoring it. Um, and again, as Elizabeth Elliot says, uh, delayed obedience is still disobedience. That is something that I'm trying very hard to teach my children. And it is hard because sometimes I'm a toddler too. And I um, don't always do the right thing the first time, you know, when God leads me. And so, yeah, I was just disobedient for a long, long time. And then, um, so I was still working as a nurse until the end of May this year. And when I turned in my resignation back in March, um, and this is just funny how God works too, because, you know, forever, I wanted to be a mama. Like we wanted a baby. We wanted, we wanted a baby that we actually got to bring home. <laughs> um, you know, and God blessed us abundantly more than we imagined, literally. Like I, we're still surprised that we, <laughs> that we had my son. Um, biggest surprise, biggest good surprise ever for sure. Um, but you know, God had that worked out and had that plan literally better than I could have imagined and better than even what I was praying for. And then after our daughter was born, all I wanted was to be a stay at home mom. I just, I didn't want to miss out on that time with her. Like I didn't want to, I just didn't want to go back to working outside the home. And we just didn't even have the conversation because I just knew that we couldn't have that conversation. Um, like it wasn't feasible for us then or whatever. So I just kind of like squashed that down too and it is just so funny how the Lord works. Like the world catches on fire and all these things happen. And then I had an opportunity presented to me where I could potentially just be at home. And, um, yeah, just, I was scared of that too, but I just prayed about it and dove right in and here we are. So fast forward again, back, I turned in my resignation in March and I remember thinking to myself, like, as I turned it in, I was like, okay, like you've been ignoring this podcast thing long enough. Like when you're at home full time, you're not going to have the excuse of not having time. So, you know, pray about it. I'm like talking to myself here, but like pray about it. And if the Lord is still leading you in that direction, then you need to get serious with it and do it. Um, and so here we are, it's October and I'm finally doing it. Um, and basically what finally spurred me on was I just really hate social media. And I still have a public Instagram and everything, but I just, social media has been a thorn in my side for a long, long time. And, um, you know, you have to fight algorithms and I have had an account deleted off of Instagram because of, they didn't agree with something I posted and just, I mean, it's just, it's a pain. Um, and then my husband really, really it's my husband. Like he's, he's just 
precious and I love him. But um, for my birthday, he bought me this fancy microphone. That's why y'all can hear me so good. Um, <laughs> but he bought me this fancy microphone. And y'all know, if you know me in real life, you know I'm a cheapskate, right? So I was like, man, he already spent this money on this microphone and it ain't going to go to waste. Like, I, I just don't believe in that. If we're going to spend money on something, like we're going to put it to use, you know? So um, when he got me this microphone, I was like, all right, well, enough excuses. You got to figure it out. So I've submerged myself into all things podcasting and figuring this thing out. And I just genuinely, sincerely hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you are encouraged. I hope that um, my whole goal and prayer here, like no matter how big or small the platform may ever get, I might only have five people listening and one of those is going to be my mama. So love you, mom. (laughs) Um, And I'm okay with that. Like I my goal is for God to be glorified. I just want to encourage you, sister, let the world yells all these things at you and tells you all of these things. And sometimes it even sounds good and sounds like, you know, oh, well, this might be true or biblical or whatever. I just want to encourage you to go to God and um, to ask for wisdom and discernment, to study his word and to be able to navigate this world um, as crazy as it may be. It's still beautiful, you know, and he still has you here for a reason. Um, so I just pray that you'll be encouraged to do life that way, that we can be aware of what is going on, be very aware of it, um, but do not live in fear, to glorify him in it, to honor him in it, and to walk um, with him in it as long as he has us here. So I pray that you will be encouraged and share this. Please pray for me as we um, navigate all of this. I do covet your prayers. Um, And yeah, if you, if there's a topic that you want to talk about, let me know if, if you want to come on as a guest, like some of the episodes will be um, just me talking like this. And then some of them, I have some really good guests lined up. I'm super excited with some just topics that are relatable, I think, for a lot of Christian women. Um, so, yeah, if you have any suggestions, anything like that, I am open to them. If you want to be on the podcast, holla at your girl and we can set that up. So I pray that you have a blessed day. I will see y'all back next week. Love you. Bye.